podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Jamie. And today I'm joined by Paul. Just you and me, me, uh, you and me again, mate. Yeah, we uh, let the healing commence. See yeah, what we can do. Mate. We'll, we'll try our best to be as upbeat as we possibly can. But I think uh, we're basically on the floor as a fan base at the moment, aren't we? So I think you'll forgive us if we're not chipper in this one. Let's put it no. that way. Uh, it is the uh, sort of the the morning after the night before, if you like. Um, I won't even mention this call. Listen, it's embarrassing to say it. I'm not giving to give them the satisfaction. Yeah, at the end of the oh. day, as well, I'll make the other thing. Whatever we think of Newcastle United, the third in the league for a reason. Of course, yeah. that last 20 minutes last night, he showed it. They just, yeah, well, well, we'll we'll get on to that meeting in the way of just yeah. trying to dissect what whatever we've just watched, if you can. Um, I know we were both sat in the paddock. Hence the name, but yeah, I think for me we we started quite well. Now I just wanted to first of all before we go into the game, I just want to touch on before it. Now for me, I, I just sort of I got goosebumps, and I wanted. I know everyone says this, but I actually wanted to run on that pitch, and I think I'd still be running around now, um, with the fireworks coming over because obviously where we the side we were, we could see them, see them. yeah, yeah, um. The Gladys Street just looked like something out of Germany. It just looked amazing. And I actually said to the guy next to me, if you can't get up for this, the football's not for you, basically. Yeah. And I don't think they did. Unless the, after the first no. 20 minutes, they just went, oh, well, the ba- oh, well, the atmosphere's gone, so just stop now. Well, yeah, what would yeah. you take on that? That, that? Let's just talk about the original... Like, forget the players for the moment, but yeah, yeah. the fans. Because you were at the coach welcome, weren't you? Yeah, I, uh, I was at the coach welcome. I was down there really early. Um, I was on my own. Everybody left me on my own. So I was walking around and I thought, uh, I just got round by the paddock. I thought, I might as well go in. This is like quarter past six. And I walked in there and I swear to God, I was in there on my own. I, the rest were just stewards and like camera crews and all that. And even the paramedic girl behind me said, you're the first person in here. Look around, and I was actually sat on my own inside Goodison Park. It was a weird feeling, like, yeah. but uh, no, before on the coach welcome was great. I think it's clear now that they don't work. That's not on the fans, it's not the fans' fault. We tried our absolute best to get these players up for it, and I know, but we'll come on to that in a bit. Uh, yeah. Before the game, the fireworks, great, yeah, whoever planned that, fantastic. Fit in well with everything that was going on. I seen that banner in the glass seat that said, Fight for us, and I thought, I said to me, Dad, I mean. If you don't look at that and think, come on, let's go, let's let's do it for these. But yeah, it, it was great. Like it was really good, and uh, we were all up for it to start with. But as soon as them lads start kicking that ball around the pitch, it all just goes tits up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's just I don't even know where to start with. I mean, honestly, it's it, if you could go through the whole team, really. Um, but what you what, what would. What would be your reaction? What's your reaction walking over to that ground? Of just, just, it's just not good enough, Hardy. It, it's plain and simple. We can put a Goodison on top of a Goodison and have it like a bowl 
the players aren't good enough on the football pitch. It doesn't matter how loud we make it, how many fireworks we set off. They're just not good enough. No, I thought first half an hour, 35 minutes, I thought Devon was a better team. I thought yeah. we looked all right, we were getting stuck in. Disengay was floating around like a little bee, was getting stuck into everyone. It was going quite well. They have one shot. The Callum Wilson, who always scores against Everton, is the only one who's late in the box. He scores, then it just starts getting worse and worse from there. Go through the team, Jordan Pickford, all right, he can hold his head up high. He'll get us moving the summer if you go down, deservedly so. Ben Goffrey, absolutely hopeless. I think the club have got to take some bit of flack for this for playing him in a number of positions. The lad doesn't know whether he's coming or going, but he's supposed to be marking Joel Linton or whoever's on that wing, and he's marking his own centre-half. I've never seen nothing like it. He stood on the back of Michael Keane, like he's like Michael Keane's an opposition player. He's got to put one ball over his head, he's hopeless. Michalenko, hopeless, can't hit the ball. Someone said to me last season, Michalenko can't hit the ball. Didn't believe them. I've seen it now. He cannot yeah. hit the ball. His position's awful. He can't attack. Not a Premier League footballer. I'm going on a rant here, but if you want to carry on, I will. James Tarkovsky yeah. thinks he's better than what he really is. Tries to all look this casual footballer. He's not. Michael Keane, the decision to bring him in the team for me. All right, he scored a wonder goal in his space. That's about it. We just ship goals left, right, and centre with him and Tarkovsky in the team. Doesn't work. Got Connor Cody and Yerry Mina sitting there. Surely they can do a better job than him. The midfield's non-existent. Onana, don't know what he does. Decore can't pass the salt across the table. A disagree for me is trying his best. Can't do it on his own. A Wobie's another one. Just can't find a blue shirt. McNeil's all one-footed and Calvert-Lewin stood on his own. That's it. He just work it. Just stood on his own up front. That's it. No one helping him. Can't, oh, he's come back into the team and all, every other Tony saying, get the ball in the box to Calvert-Lewin. They haven't done it. Can't get and a they ball can do it, mate. They, they can't. They, they, as you just said there, like we saw as well, there was a point last night um, that the core turned and he's only, got to, he's only got to sort of play the ball to Alex Iwobi. It's harder to do what he did. And he doesn't turn. He, does, he just thinks he's going to play this mad, like, behind him pass and just kicks it to Sean Dice. And the whole crowd sort of just went in disbelief of what he's just done. Tarkovsky done it as well, didn't he? Tarkovsky yeah. won the ball back. He had loads of space and just smacked it out of play. Do you no know what made pressure on Ma- Michael Keane shooting from the side, the, the edge? No. So well, he was basically sat in my seat in the paddock yeah. and had a shot. Now, where I was sitting, you could clearly see Calvin Lumen making that striker's run inside the box, which he does quite well, and Decore. And I, I think it was uh, Anara was hanging out the other side. And Michael Keane shot. And I was just looking, and you could see the whole Gladys Street. Even Calvin Lewin and Decore were sort of looking at each other, saying, Is he really just shot there? And I just think, for me, that's they're the things that you are why they're not good footballers. Now, I watched Manchester City the night before, and I'm not saying we're anywhere near Manchester City, but we're in the same league. Is what it I mean, No, isn't it mean the division? Obviously, quality, we're not in the same league, but we're in the same division as them. Yeah, yeah. And we look absolutely miles away. They look like just, yeah, just like years away. Just watching them, and he brought me. You say this, I know it should as an Everton podcast, but I actually enjoyed watching them. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. With you. It, it it is a, a, to get a relief away from everything. You you watch the likes of Man City. Yeah, and like, just, well, this is why I like football. Do you know what I mean? I just but I just thought to myself, these players, there's the levels. That is the that is the levels of players. 
and we've got nothing in between. Now we used to have in between, we used to have like Man United, and we used to be in the in between, and then you'd have the West Brom. We are now the West Brom, in my opinion. They just you know what it felt like last night. And I'm again I'm going a little bit on myself, but a three-one down, it it felt like it, um, it felt like Aston Villa when they went down, and I think oh absolutely yeah that's a I don't great remember I, I think it was Liverpool battered them five 0 or something it was like the famous Lescott tweet, and I remember sitting there thinking this is exactly how Villa must have felt he knew, I'd, you know, it was that it was then it was then when he was like yeah, what's happening here. I just, just uh, it's good, and it means it's just uh, I don't I don't know because you you see things on the pitch and uh, listen I'm not a professional footballer the, the best footballers than I'll ever be but it's the simple basics of football this Everton team just struggle with big time and it's just and that's what's getting us relegated we can't defend we're crap in midfield and we've got no one up front football there you go just saying that there we're not professional footballers of course we're not but you've got to use the other side of that. We aren't professional footballers and we see what they should be doing. Well, and also, what we've seen yesterday, sorry, I just come to my mind, and he's in. And to call, he's in and goes, it's a simple pass. I could make it. You could mm. make it. He doesn't see it. He doesn't even see it. I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. No, the, the, the Godfrey one, the, no, that Joe Linton, the first goal, he's so far away from him. He's given 30 <laughs> yards to just purely run at him. Now people might go, oh, well, that's how Dice has them. He, he has them compact, but... I think I said it in the Chelsea game. I don't even remember. The ball was just getting switched to their winger, and our fullbacks were so far away from them. By the time they got to them, they were in the box. Now you can't foul them now. But Anthony had a field day in Coffee. Yeah, you can't foul them. They're in the box. You can't foul them. You can't touch them. So you've got to let them either miss hit the ball or sort of hit it against you because you can't foul them. They're in the box. And Peg Godfrey, and I said uh, again, sorry. I was looking at him going, he'll go over to him now, he'll go over to him. And he just didn't. Jogging over, mate. And he just sort of, and then I thought, as soon as he takes that first touch, if Jordan, he looks over Jordan and brings the ball down, as soon as he takes that first touch, he's got to be sprinting over to him. So his second touch is a 50-50. Or you just get done in. He just looked sort of backed up, backed up, backed up. And that's Jordan. I was like, oh, nice one. Had a shot, obviously, pick for Paris it into... Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, this. It is all body language tells the whole story of the Everton team for me. Ben Godfrey is gone. They've gone. They've gone. I, I think it got to about sixty-eight minutes. I remember looking at the clock yesterday. It was one-nil, and a ball comes to Alex Wobie, and he just wallies it up in the air. Yeah. And our John, my brother, said, turned to me and said, "We're fucked." And about two minutes later, they scored. They haven't got a clue. Them players, they are not a team. They haven't been a team all season. There's just nothing there. Ben Gov, I, I've had arguments with people in the past on past podcasts I was on and stuff like that, saying he's a good player, he's a good player. I was wrong. He's hopeless. He, he's not a centre half while he's got a hole in his ass because he can't win nothing in the air. I don't know what he is. He hasn't got. A, he's just an athlete. I think it's just, just quick, mate. I think that's what we got. Yeah. I think that's what we got fooled by. He and was just quick. This Michalenko on the other side, though. Someone told me to shut up behind me. I, I was screaming first half, get him off. And people were saying, don't be having a go at the players through the game. And it, it was just like a little thing that me had that come at the time because the, the ball went to, I think Trippy was stood on his own. I was like, get him off. He is awful. He is awful. He has got the sympathy vote. That's all he's got. God bless them people in Ukraine and all that. That's all it's about. People are just want to leave him alone. I understand that. But if there's anybody else, he'd be crucified and not the team. 
he is awful. He is nowhere near the standard of Premier League, and there's a few players like that in this team. That midfield three, if you put them up against Newcastle, that Bruno Gomez is a great player, probably getting any team. At this again, for me, people are saying he's finished and all that. I don't think so. Personally, I think so. better, better players around him be all right. Decore is not a bad standard of a player. Onana has got amazing potential. They're nowhere near each other. There's just always a spare man in the middle of the pitch. I don't. What what are they doing in training? Uh, did, did he not realise how much how much trouble we're in? Because I don't think they do. I honestly don't think they do. No, I don't do. And I think when we said um, last season, I think the fans sort of last season were a bit like, no, we'll be all right. We'll be all right with Everton. With Everton. And then it got closer and closer and closer. And it was like, hang on a minute. But I still believe the players are like that now. I still believe there's no... There hasn't been a, if that's not a wake-up call last night, I obviously don't know what it is. It's too late, Jamie. I don't think I think it's too late anyway. But it's too late for wake up calls. The wake up calls should have been January when Wolves, oh sorry, Boxing Day when Wolves snotted us. That should have been the wake up call. That should have been lad. If we don't sort ourselves out here, we're in trouble. Now let's get on to the manager because I want to speak about the manager. Yeah, well, I was going to bring speak, my, the, yeah. I was going to bring the manager up because disgrace. He's just got no style now. Have he? There's nothing. He's a disgrace. I'm sorry. He's a disgrace. People say another manager getting thrown under the bus. I don't care. Bring as many managers in as you want until you get it right. He is not good enough. At this present moment in time, he is not good enough. Since Michael Keane scored that goal in his face, his head has fell off tactically. Sean Dyche, I don't know why. He went to Man United and we were playing on the halfway line. Absolute madness. Madness. Fulham, the same. Crap. Wide open. They get in. Just the Palace, we were solid. I think Palace just couldn't be asked. To be honest with you, I think Roy Hodgson likes Everton. That's why he didn't win. And last night again, in that second half, just one ball over the top against the defensive manager who's known for this defensive dogged style. Are you having a laugh? He's got Neil Morby warming up on the touchline on about 68 minutes. That's where it turns. We've had look who he's bringing on. Look who he's bringing on to try and save this game. People say, we haven't got no one else. Got Damari Gray. Got Ella Sims. Yeah. It's not good enough. It's, he's come out in the press conference and said, Michael Keane was great. Someone go and watch that last goal and tell me Michael Keane was great. Him and Ben Goffrey are walking, watching that Alexander Isaac walk right past them. It's not, it's it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable from the board. Let's not even go on to them. It's unacceptable from the from the manager as well and his team. They've only been here a while. They've won one game in ten. Pathetic. I think that's what it is. One game in ten, and mm. these players are just absolute dog shite. And and mix all that together, and it's Plymouth away next season. And Rotherham, that's just the way it is. That is the way it is, and and my big thing, my thing with Deshaun Dice yesterday was just Ben Godfrey was getting done quite a lot, quite a lot. Now you've Why got can't you see it though exactly, and you've got a lad who's a right back, a Nathan Patterson. Should we either really don't like that lad, or he's not good enough? Well, let's go into Nathan Patterson then. Sorry, put me under because I didn't want to interrupt you. He <laughs> come out last week. He come out last week and said Nathan Patterson is in Premier League standard. What's that going to do for his confidence? What is that going to do for his confidence? He said him and Alice Sims are not Premier League ready. We're in a relegation battle. We need everyone in that train, on that training pitch to be put 100% in. Now, the likes of Nathan Patterson and Alice Sims, well, he doesn't like me anyway, so what am I doing here? I'm sorry, but I think Nathan Patterson at the beginning of the season was one of our best players until he got injured. I've, I called him up, but I was doing a little bit of fishing on Twitter when I done that because I was in a bit of a mischievous mood, <laughs> saying he's not good enough. I do think he's good enough, but... Well, how is that going to help anyone when you say you're not ready for the Premier League? 
I don't understand where this man's coming from. No. It's like he's throwing these games away. We come on a podcast that I think Ellis Sims scored the equaliser last minute and you asked me a question, I think. Gonna stay up. And you thought you were like, yeah, we're going to stay up now. And it's gone. Ever since then, it's just gone to bits. I don't understand what's happened. It's, it's just, do, do you think then, the, I know this, I'm not, I probably know the answer to this, but do you think deep down they actually have given up? The players, the manager, the board. You know, we haven't. Listen, I, I can go on about the fans all day and the people know. But do you think they're all just going, let's just get through this? We'll plan for the. Do you think the planner for the championship? Every senior player in that team is gone. You might keep the likes of Tarkovsky. Key might stay, but Key might stay because no one wants him. McNeil will probably stay. Unfortunately, Michalenko will probably be your left-back in the Championship, which is probably his level, so he might look good down there. Neil Moore will probably bang loads of goals in, in the Championship. Well, Patterson, apparently, it might have, that might be yeah. his level as well. I, I don't know. Have they give up? Yeah, I think this team does give up. They did for the last five years. They give up easily. One bad thing happens, like a domino effect. Heads fall off, down, finished. It just felt different than Goodison Park last night. Just people, I've seen people on Twitter today saying, you can't get off, you can't abandon your team. I'm not staying to watch that, lads and girls. I'm not staying to watch my club die like that. I'm not. I'm just not. And a big shout out to Taxi Driver who gave me a lift home for nothing yesterday. For nothing. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I was, uh, it was still going on by the time I got to our front door. I think the final whistle went. I'm not bothered. Call me whatever you want to do a podcast. I love Everton. Everton's my life. And I'm and obsessed. I'm so, that, so that's why I wanted to get off. I'm not sitting there. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching them die. I'm not listening to them in the corner there. This fucking Real Madrid of the North East twats going on about us all made up with an inflatable dinosaurs calling us a Tim Pot Club, 1958. All right, mate, yes, sounds. I'm not listening to that. It's embarrassing. So I'm going, I'll go home. And if that happens again, I'm going to go home. And that's just the way it is. I know. And it, it was embarrassing. That's, what, that's how I felt. I, it just I felt embarrassed. I just, that's, that is honestly the best word you can describe it. I just felt so embarrassed to be. An Evertonian. Listen, I'll never stop being an Evertonian. Neither will no, you, and neither will anyone else. But like, I had to walk it's home yesterday. Hard. I had to, yeah, Everton, Everton, that's on a walk home yesterday, and I thought to myself, people must be looking at me, laughing at me. You know I mean, and I'm just, or even thinking to myself, or thinking to them, oh poor lad. Really? Is that what they, we've become? Is that exactly? And I, I think now, and I just want to point this out, by the way, and people might come for me. Why are people clapping them off the pitch? I'm sorry. And people are like, oh, you've got to, you've got to. No, I don't Why? have to. I don't have to. I've just sat there, come home, rushed home from work, sat there to watch that. And Jordan Pickford coming over, tapping the badge, as in, oh, I love this club. I'm sorry, mate. But no. And every single one of them fans as well, I like to call out. You're all right giving it the big one. When we, oh yeah, look, no, Anana, fair play to Anana because he actually does walk around. But Sean Dice, you're meant to be the manager. Every other single one of them players, not one of them walks around the ground and claps the fans because you're terrified, because you're terrified of what you're going to get. You're not a man, you're not a real man to stand up and go, you know what, I was shit there, I'm going to have to go and take the blunt of it. But I'm going to go and say thank you to the fans that have, that have just given everything to get us up for the game. I just couldn't believe what I was hearing when people were clapping them. And listen, you're entitled to clap players. That's how you support Everton. That's, that is you, what you do. But I couldn't. I couldn't put my hands together to clap yeah. what I've just I, seen. 
yeah, I'm not going to tell anyone else to support Everton anymore. No, I think the time for it, and I understand where all these people are coming from. We've got to get behind the team. Look at yourself in the mirror, and you tried your best to keep them all. I get it. I'm fully on board with it, but I, I, I can't stay and watch them die like that. I just can't do it. And when we're in the championship, I'll be there every single game next season. I'll go to as many away games as I can. It will not stop. The show goes on. It could no. be in the in the National League North. I'll still love Everton. I'll still say they're massive. And I'll still say they're better than Liverpool. And I'll still say they're better than everybody else. That's no. not the point. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. But it's just you felt it yesterday in the ground. I mean, the Gladys Street, just the life got sucked out of it after about an hour. You could just feel it around the ground. It was like, we're not going to do nothing here. We can't. We can't do anything. It's been like that all season, no ball, wasn't it, really? It's, it's like, not I, the fans, I, though. You've got a lot of people on social media who just want to keep pointing the finger at the fans. I don't get it. Don't we get don't that. kick the ball around. It's You think it's an, a Goodison Park thing where you're moaning groan at your team? It's happening all over the world in every football stadium. If a misplaced pass happens, people moan. If you get beat, people moan. That's just the way it is. You've only got the likes of Crystal Palace, you've got a singing section. The only, the only way you can sit in that section is if you carry on singing. That's the deal that you've agreed to. So it's not an Everton exclusive thing. We're not the only ones who turn on our team. And we should be turning on this team because they're a shambles. We haven't been relegated for 70 years. This is the team that's going to take us down if, we, if we're not careful. We're not down yet, by the way. But this will be the team. You know, I've got my dad who's 78 years of age before the game yesterday. Sorry to go off on one. Saying first, the first time he remembers watching Everton, they were in the second division. And he broke me out and said, it'll probably be the last time I see them as well. I was like, wow, that's what you've done to this club. Bill Kenwright, Denise Barrett-Baxendale, Farad fucking Mashiri. All he is, fuck off, get out the club so we can start again. Bastards. Uh, well, that's the problem. Like, I think obviously the right, I think the writing's on the wall, you know, but we won't give up. That's the difference no, until it's mathematically impossible. I think we won't give up, you know. It's as tight as anything down there in the Premier League and one win sort of takes it away. And, you know, I think last night, obviously, listen, for people that are listening, really didn't expect to turn this podcast on and hear us go, I thought we were great last night. I think everything's great. I think we're one of the best ones for the team. We're all feeling exactly the same thing. So we're only saying what really deep down you're thinking. So I just, I don't know. I, I think we can. I don't know. I just last night I just sat there and you know obviously you're overwhelmed with feeling is that's it it's over and then you wake up in the morning and you do your research you look at leads as fixtures and the Premier League's the Premier League listen you know, I'm not going to go well they're going to get beat there but we've still actually got a chance of this and to stay up we really have yeah we really have but you look at the the, the players have we that's what that's that's what we're all worried about because. Football's a crazy game. You see some mad results. No. But we don't seem to get them mad results. So we're asking Everton to go to Leicester, get a win. Go to Brighton, get a win. It can happen. It can happen. And no, we all hope it happens and our prayer happens. But would you say this team are capable of doing it at the moment, Jamie? No. And they're not. And the thing that people might go, oh, that's just being negative. That, it's not. Listen, I think I've got as well. Your Annie in the group was sort of saying to me, I was in the blue bubble through the week I had my blue blinkers on we all, we're, we're going to beat these we're going to beat these and I thought well that's the only way I can do it because I've gone the other way Yeah, yeah. I've gone the way of 
oh crap, we're going this, that, and the other, and we won't beat anyone. So I thought, you know what, let's just try to go the other way. Let's try the, at the other side of it and go, yeah. Yeah. And you know what, he was a bit like, no, listen. And he took, he took his blue blinkers off and was like, these are the good side, you know, we're not. And I sat there in the match, I was like, he's like, yeah, he was right. He's right. You would take your blue blinkers off and come out of this blue bubble and forget about coach welcomes and stuff like that. We are not a good football team. No. It, it, we're a championship football team with a championship manager. 19th. And, a, 19th champion, for yeah, a, and a championship board. Well, not a championship board. And we've just played against a team that are probably going to get in the Champions League. We've played in a cup final this season. And we genuinely thought we were going to beat them. Yeah. No, I, 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 think think I, did, I, I didn't think I didn't think we'd lose four one. No, I didn't think we'd lose four one. But I, I, I don't think... know if it was a four. I don't know if it was a four one game. I think that might have been a bit harsh on us, to be honest. But could have been five one if we went offside. Yeah, but could have been five two if Calvert Lewin if VAR is the same VAR as the night before, doesn't it? Well, on on the City games, we we just don't get them decision. Talk Calvert Lewin a little bit positive. I think Calvert Lewin's playing all right. Look sharp. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's playing all right. I thought the disagree was me personally. I, I thought the disagree was brilliant. I did as well. I've seen a lot of people saying he's finished and that. Maybe I've got, I just like him a bit too much. I don't know. I think he's all right, me personally. No, I thought he was good. I am genuinely. The centre going forward, he's got to get Michael Keane out the team. He's got to take him out, out the team. I'd even, he's got to play, he's got to take Ben Godfrey out as well. His head's gone. Head's on yeah. his ass big time. Uh, Maybe go got to get me. Maybe whether Mina wants to play, he's probably might have said I don't want to play no more. We got to get Conor Cody back in. Hundred percent got to get. Him I don't in. understand why he's been taken out. Makes I don't. There's got to be something. And Dice has got to look at this now and go. I can't play my favourites in the ex Burnley lads. He's got to play footballers who are better than what yeah. we've got. He's just we're playing players and looking at the bench thinking Conor Cody. You know, if any, you ask any other team in the Premier League, Michael Keane, Conor Cody, or Yerry Mina, you can have one. How many take Michael Keane? Not many. Um, uh, who do you think in most teams take? You take Conor Cody? The shocking back four, that team. Shocking back four. Them wing-backs make them full-backs are so bad. One's not a yeah. full-back and the other one it, it shouldn't, be, shouldn't be playing. That's what we've been left with, I mean, it's I don't know. I don't know what the best way. I think mean thinking about it now. When we said on the last one, I'd even go with the five and I go with Wobby right wing. Well, if Coleman's back, obviously, but I go with McNeil. I throw McNeil there. Me personally, I think he's as well. I think he's probably. He, he seems like he's trying to do something. Now, I think he's just not good enough. Good enough. Yeah. But I think he's trying. You know, like you see him getting stuck in, and you see him like look getting his head up. The one thing that did frustrate me last night is he had, a, he had a few shots from outside the box and every one of them was down Nick Pope's throat. And I'm just yeah. thinking, lad, put one in the corner. Put, you, yeah. you know, you watch the Bruyne, as I say, keep going to back to, back to City. I know the Bruyne is, in my opinion, the best midfielder in the world. But even that, he just placed the ball. He just passed the ball to the corner. McNeil just lashes it and just hit and hope. It's just, I, I'm going to hit this as hard as I can. On target and hope it goes somewhere. There's no, like... Again, Hammers where he just go that corner. Callum Wilson third goal, second goal, stopped the ball, whipped it in the in the in the corner. But I think it's a sign of the time, mate, when you get a free kick and it's just a guy's taking it. <laughs> Don't think that. I should have let Michael Keaton take it, mate. He's probably doing one that could strike a ball by the look of it. 
Listen, at the end of the day, so I'm sorry to people are listening and they're probably thinking. No, listen, listen on, I think but... we speak for everyone else. Listen, we're not saying that we're down, but I think I think we're nearly there, boys and girls. I think that's uh... And I, I was saying this to you last night at um, a couple of voice notes because you can't be asked typing because you've got a lot to say on WhatsApp. I don't think we can, as a fan base, we don't deserve it, but I don't think we can have many complaints as far as the football inside of things is concerned. No. Because we have been terrible all season. We haven't. We had like a three-game stint, I think, under Lampard. I think we won two, three. I think we might have won three. West Ham, Southampton, Palace, something like that. Yeah. I think that was it. But that's, we have, we are definitely where we belong at the moment. We're not good enough. We're rubbish. Bad recruitment, everything has just killed us off. So when, listen, we move, we're going to have to move on from Newcastle and Novotard and but we have to because games are coming fast now because it's the end of the Premier League. We've got five World Cup finals, not Cup finals, the World Cup finals. Um, I'm going to try and remain positive of, yeah, okay, I think we've got to take, I'm going to look at the other way and go, we've just played third in the league, a team that are going for the Champions League. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go like that way and go, they should be beating us. We're 19th, they're third, they'd expect to beat us. I just think we, why can we go to Leicester and win? Truly, can we go? And why can't I? I'll, just, I'll go first because I just think, why, why not? You know what? I'm going to get to a point where, why not? I'm not going to go, right, we are going to win, but why not? It's, surely something's got to hit some time of where we just go. And never last year where we beat them and it's just like, what's just happened? What's just happened there? How's that just happened? Is that result coming? Well, you look at the other teams' fixtures, and uh, you look at our own fixtures, and we're not we we no. not capable of doing anything. But their fixtures aren't the best, so they get beat. We beat Leicester. We're out of it again, aren't we? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and there it is. The moment you like, even that just gives you a little bit of confidence. You say, well, at least we're out of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just don't know with this team anymore. I'm. I'm I don't even think we should do predictions or not, and I just think it's just no. Well, we won't do predictions yeah. because yeah, listen, just, you know you're just going to, you're setting yourself up to fail. I think I had Everton to win two 0 You just give a prediction, don't you? But yeah, um, just got to keep the faith. Yeah, you've got all to. We can do is, yeah, keep the yeah. faith, until it's all, it's not over until we're mathematically down. So. Keep fighting. And I think you've got to as well. You've got literally just got to keep fighting. You've got to keep going. There's no other way to do it. I know it was hard last night, and to be honest, probably speak for eighty percent of the ground when you walk out. And you, you you did feel like you'd had enough. You did feel like you had enough. Because I think the players did that too. Yeah, you know, see they beat us one 0 Newcastle last night, and it was we did the bar, we did done this. You know, Nick Pope had the game of his life. Sometimes you walk out of the ground and go. Oh, there's something here, even though we've just been beat to something here. Last night was just demoralising for the whole football club, especially the families. Yeah. But we'll have tonight. We've got obviously to Friday day, Saturday, Sunday to pick ourselves up. Um and go again Saturday and go again Monday night. Yeah. Go, just gotta go again. Go and go again five more times until it is impossible for us to <laughs> it doesn't matter if we go again. Yeah. That's it, mate. I mean there's not much more I can say really. It's just a, it's just a case of we just got to hope now. It's just hope yeah. that this team can pull it round. They can all look at each other and say, "Listen, this is not good enough. We're better than this. Got to do better." I think Pedro Toffy TV put it right. You've got to risk a defeat to get a win now. 
I think we have to. This cautious football, this dog shit football, it's going to have to go out the window and we're going to have to just throw everything we can to try and get goals. This team hasn't got a clue how to score a goal. Professional football has been playing football since they were kids. Don't know how to score a goal. Don't know how to make a goal. It's just, it's, it's bonkers. Wow, it's, just, it's really, it's for the top flight footballers, you look through the team, I think most of them are internationals. If not all, maybe McNeil, probably not. I think they've all played for the countries. They have, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I think McNeil did that at under twenty one levels. Yeah, I think that's it. So why why are they struggling like this? I don't understand it. I just um, we go again. It's our club, no matter what league we're in. And yeah, it's a uh, it's hard, isn't it? It really is hard. And I know what I give these fans, these travelling fans who were going on Monday and stuff like that. You're absolutely amazing. They don't deserve anyone here, but it's our club, and we've got to fight till the end. And that's mm. that's all I've got to say, really. Right, and we will make we will fight to the end until and even though what after the end we'll keep fighting as well because there's a lot more a lot more to fight for. Um I know when the season finishes we'll carry on fighting until we're blue in the face to get some certain uh, some certain people up, but we won't go there because you know, we'll be there all we'll be here all night with that. But that's it, we just even when the season finishes and whatever happens, happens, we just keep fighting and next season yeah. we'll fight it hopefully try and bring them back up again or hopefully not have a season like this. So yeah, uh, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Hopefully uh we'll yeah, it'll be alright. We'll stay up. We'll be alright. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yeah. We'll lead to we'll we'll beat Leicester 2 0. Anana. We'll we'll beat Brighton 4 0. Brighton 4 0. We'll sound City. Yeah, City Easy. don't care. Easy. And then we're done then aren't we? We just go have a yeah. big party against Bournemouth at home. Big time, yeah. Big magic party, and then that'll be it then. Why not? Listen, I'm not we're saying this, but it's the Premier League. I don't think Charlton and City is what could happen, but um, it's the Premier League, so just keep the fake, know. everyone. You just don't know. You honestly do not know. Until yeah, and, uh, thanks for listening, and I'm sorry it's a downbeat one, but I think you'll understand why, don't you? So Yeah, yeah. I just want to give a little... Uh, Little shout out as well to Richard, my brother in law, who uh, who had his birthday today. Happy birthday, mate! I know it's probably not the best way to celebrate your birthday. Has been in a fellow blue, but we'll see, I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll have a few drinks. Yeah, Forget about days it are coming. All. Even if we go down, better days are coming. Yeah, just got to keep the faith and just hope for the best, and that's all we can do. And I know I've said that about 18 times already, but... No, but it's true, don't you? You've got, you got to you? You've got to sort of convince yourself, haven't you? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, through the week, I'll see you for the Leicester review that we've won, and then we can talk about Brighton that we're going to win. So, uh, as always, Paul, thanks for joining me, mate, and uh, up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.